special person giving us a word from God this morning. I'd like you to, um, with a round of applause, uh, welcome Auntie Gina to the pulpit to give us a word. If that is for me, please give it to Jesus. Give it to Jesus, give it to Jesus, give it to Jesus. He said his faithfulness and his mercies are new every morning. You're welcome to church today as if we are not in church, as if we are in church. What is happening? What is happening? How many of us are back from school? I hope when you were in school, school was good. So why do you come back as safe? Okay. Those of you who are away, we are doing a series. We are talking about hearing the voice of God. But there's another thing that we are doing. We've started reading the Bible. And we want to see how many of us were faithful this week. Let us see by hand. If you were faithful throughout the whole week, can we see by hands? Wow. Wow. What are the challenges that we are facing? Can we share? Because there is the essence of us being in teen travel is to share our challenges and then we try to learn. Can we share our challenges? Just please be bold, help us, because some of us are struggling. Those who are able to do it, how are you doing it? Those who are struggling. The essence of us is to read the word of God. I always say it, that that is the essence. Preaching and other things are just uh, adapt to it. So if you are individually not reading the word of God, there is a problem. You can have people preaching to you. It is good. But reading the word of God is the primary focus for everyone here. Can we share our challenges, please? Just a few minutes. Were you in church last week? You were in church. So Uncle Nicholas talked about reading the Bible. So this week, did you try to read it? Uh, yes. Do you have any challenges? Mm. Uh, no. Were you able to read about three or six chapters a day? Um, only three. Only three chapters every day? Every day. So what is the challenge? There is no challenge, and you can read. It's just that the Bible, is the Bible boring? No. Is it difficult to read? Well, no. So it's just that we don't want to read. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just like you have your science textbook. If you don't read your science textbook, if you don't read your English, I always say they are the three brothers, Science, math, and English. These three, if you don't read them, you can get AAA in the other subjects, but you get admission. The Bible is your number one primary book. If you don't read it, excuse me to say, how do you do the will of God? 
You want to be preached to? Yes, it's nice. You want people to do things for? Yes, it's nice. But the primary focus is reading the Bible. That is when God speaks to you. Most of the time, the ones that we hear through sermons and other things, yes, they are nice. But if you are living and you are not reading your maths, your English and science, please, how do you go to SHS if you are in JHS? If you don't pass them, it doesn't matter what you get in the other things. It's the same thing. So please, it's not that we are having a challenge, but we are just, we don't take it serious. I told my children, and I keep telling them, that look, for me, your education is important, but when we get to heaven, God is not going to ask you which school did you attend, which grade did you get, and what did you do? His primary focus is what did you do on earth for me? So for me, education is yes, but I sometimes tell them, if you want to play the fool, you stop school and sit home until I see that your spiritual life is on track. Because, yes, because at the end of the day, God will not ask me which school did you go. I am supposed to make sure that as a mother, I do my own. You two do your own so that when we get there, Charlie, we'll all be there. I don't want to be here and you are there. You see, we are placing much emphasis on education, but I bet you on that day, your certificates will have not have any value if you did not do the will of God on earth. And how do you do his will if you don't know what is written? Thank you. This morning, I hope when we go back, we'll reflect on this and then we'll, we'll put the word of God above everything. Last week, Uncle Nicholas take us through. There was one thing that struck me. He was talking about tuning your radio. That means you pick your remote or your radio, you put it on, and you tune it to which channel you want to listen to. You don't just put the radio on and then randomly. Even the ones that select randomly, if it gets to a place you don't like, you change it, isn't it? So that means you make an effort to listen to what you want to listen to. It's just like the songs that are on now. There are some songs when they come, you don't like it, isn't it? So you change them. So that means that if God wants to talk to you, you also have to make an effort. Do we understand? God wants to talk to you. I want to talk to you, but if you don't make the efforts to listen to me, whatever I'm saying doesn't make sense to you. Just like right now, I'm sure some of you have shut off. Ah, what is this Bible reading cry every day? They are worrying us with it. So even though you are sitting here looking at me, hey, your mind, you've closed that one off. You decide to listen to what you want to. And in the life of a Christian, the Holy Spirit is one thing you cannot do away with. If you want to have a life, live a life, fulfill your purpose on this earth, you can't do away with the Holy Spirit. We are talking about hearing the voice of God. God is always talking to us 24-7. It is up to us to hear. This morning, I have come to talk to you that God speaks to us in so many different ways, but I have chosen three of them, and I'm talking about your body, God speaking to you, 
as a person. He speaks to your spirit, he speaks to your mind, and then he speaks to your body. These three aspects of you as an individual sitting down, God speaks to all those aspects of you. But will you hear when he speaks? That is the question that you need to ask yourself. Please open your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. Can someone help me read? 2 Timothy. We all want to hear the voice of God. But the issue is, what is the word of God? When we hear the voice, what are we supposed to do with it? We only want the prophecies that will tell us we'll get three A's, we'll get the A's, we'll get the schools that we want, yes. But what is the word, what, what is the voice that we are yearning to hear? What's, what is it? Someone help me to read. Today, it's me and you pre- doing the preaching. There are some of you, you, sh- you are too shy. We need to break that shyness. Help me read. Three, verse 16 to 17. Mm. Okay, verse, sorry, Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching the truth, rebuking error, correcting faults, and giving instruction for right living. Verse 17. So that the person who serves God may be fully qualified and equipped to do every kind of good deed. Thank you. So we want to hear the voice of God, and the word of God is telling us that what we want to hear, we don't want, sometimes, we all, we've been there before, we don't like it when we are rebuked, do we? We don't. But the word of God is telling us that it's the voice of God that we want to hear, these are the things that it does in our life. It's for an inspiration. It is profitable for reproof, to rebuke you when you don't do the right thing. So you want to hear the voice of God. Are you ready to hear the voice when he is rebuking you? Are you ready to hear the voice of God and a righteous instructions when it tells you that your body is the temple of God? Are you ready to follow that instruction? Hearing the voice of God. But are you ready to do the things that the instructions are coming to tell you? Sometimes I tell people who always are following after the prophets, I tell them that, look, going after the prophets is good, though. But after you have received the prophecy, the work that you have to put into it, some of you, because you go, then the prophet will tell you, oh, you get one ace. Then you go, go and sleep on your bed and put your book, close it and put it down and see that on that exam day when you write, you yourself, when you finish, whether you mark yourself, after the prophecy has come, you have a part to do. So you have heard the voice of God. He has called you out. When he called Abraham, he told him to move. So yes, you are yearning to hear the voice of God. But are you really ready to do what the word of God is telling you? How many of us sitting here have not heard the word of God, but we have refused blatantly to do what God is saying? Oh, some of us will say, as for me, I don't hear. As for me, I don't hear. Today we'll see the steps that there is none of us here will tell me that you've never heard the word of God. The only thing is we refuse to do what God says we should do. So you want to hear the voice of God. Know that one, 
It is coming as a rebuke. It is coming to encourage you. It is coming to give you an inspiration. So don't only, only look out for the inspirational aspect of the word of God. But look out for it that when you go against it, it will also rebuke you. It will guide you. It will show you the way. We are talking about hearing the voice of God. God speaks to us in different ways. When you look at the book, the Bible, in the Old Testament, there was a particular way that God was talking to the people of Israel. And you read, and God said, and God said, and God said. Mainly he was speaking through the prophets. So it was a way for them to expect if they want to hear from God. Now, we have moved from that dispensation we are in the New Testament. Now, God chose that he doesn't want to speak through somebody so that you come and tell him that you didn't hear what was said or the person diluted what was supposed to tell to you. So he said, now, let me and you, let's do face to face. So he picks your heart. He speaks to your mind. He speaks to your body. Every day, 24-7, if you avail this aspect of your body to God, he will speak to you. When God is speaking to your mind, how does it come? How do you know? When God is speaking to your spirit, how do you know? We all know when God is speaking to our body because we hear a voice. But this morning, just journey with me. When God is speaking to the spirit, the spirit is speaking to your heart. When someone tells you that I love you, sometimes you understand, sometimes you don't understand, isn't it? How many of you have told somebody you love the person? Oh, raise your hand. Why am I talking about love and all of you? So even you don't love your brother. You don't love your sister. Oh, seriously. So you don't love anybody. Hey, very, very holy. When you tell, as a mother, when I told my child, I love you, I have said the word, but what makes my child to know that the love that I am talking about is what I, I really mean? Yesterday, we read something in 1 John 3, 18, where it was talking about we. Adding action, let me take this thing off. We adding action to the things we say we do. So when you say you love someone, God is telling us in First John three eighteen, don't just love me with your mouth. I need you to add action to it. So the action is God says I love him. Then my brother is near me. He's going through difficult times. He said, my little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. So you have your in school, your brother or your sister is going through a hard time. Maybe she, he or she didn't come to school with a lot of food, but fortunately you have a lot and you see that person in need and you share your food with that person. That is what God means by showing that you love me indeed, not just by word. Not just say, oh, it is well, God will provide. Then you go, you eat your food, you are satisfied. You see your brother every day, you are just telling the person it is well. At least, if you also sacrifice a little food for that person, 
then that person will see that, yes, you love me by the word of God and you love me indeed as well, isn't it? So when we are talking about the spirit, God talking to our spirit, sometimes it comes in ways that you cannot express it. You hear men of God saying that, I had, I perceived that I was called. And people will ask, what is this? What, what do you talk about when someone says, I perceive? What does it mean? You have a conviction within you. We are all waiting to hear, Frida, Frida, my daughter. Then that one, you know God is talking. But when God plays something deep down within your heart, you are so convinced about it that nothing changes that conviction. That is the voice of God talking to your spirit. An inner witness. And most of us discard this kind of voice because we want to hear an audible voice. I came to church one day, I think it was an evening service, and we were praying. And then all of a sudden, a name popped up in my spirit. <laughs> and then when the name popped up, an amount of money also just popped up. And when I look inside my purse, that was just a little above what I had. After church, I had to look for the person. And what just popped up in my spirit to give, I gave. Not knowing that person need to do something that day. It was not a voice that go and give you, or nobody came, but it just, the name just came and the money also just came. You see, for me, when people say, I don't hear God talking, I just tell them, no, you are not ready to listen. That is why. Don't position your mind that you, you only hear God when he calls your name. You miss the mark. That is why this morning I've taken the time. It just dropped in your spirit. You have a strong conviction. It won't go away. It is God talking to you. How many times haven't you, sometimes you are there and then you hear or you, you suddenly just think of somebody and that thought will not just go away. You feel it in your heart. There's something pressing on you. Instead of you taking a phone maybe to call that person, you just discard it because you didn't hear God saying, me, call winner. So for you, it is not God. God talks to your spirit. Be alert and be sensitive when he is talking to your spirit. Because there are so many times that we have mixed blessing the life of other people just because we did not hear an audible voice talking to us. Paul was in a ship in the book of Acts chapter 3. They are going somewhere. He said, I perceived in my spirit that this journey, there is going to be a problem. Pardon. He was somebody who God talks to. You ask yourself, why did God at that time not speak to him audibly? He told the people, I perceived that we are going to have a challenge where we are going. They didn't take him serious. 
But what happened? What Paul perceived came. That perceivedness is what it means by the Holy Spirit talking to your spirit. So please, when you perceive anything in your spirit, align it with the word of God and ask yourself, this thing that I feel in my spirit, when I put it by the word of God, what does the word of God say about it? Some of us, we perceived, but it is not from the Holy Spirit. Even Jesus Christ perceived with people when he could understand what or he, he could just know what they are thinking about. In the book of Judges chapter 6 verse 22, an angel has come to talk to Gideon. You look at Nehemiah when he was building the wall. They came to tell him something. How did he know that what they were saying was not the word of God? At that time, excuse me to say, he didn't have the Bible to say, let me go and cross check. But Nehemiah said, I perceived that what he was saying was not from God. This morning, just go deep down within yourself and ask yourself, how many times have I perceived the Holy Spirit talking to me and have discarded it because it did not come calling my name. It did not come mentioning my father's name. It did not come mentioning my mother's name. It did not come mentioning the name of the people that I know. If Nehemiah had not perceived, I'm sure he could have followed them and do what they came to tell him. But because he said he perceived that what they are saying is not from God. He did not follow through to what they were requesting of him. When Jesus Christ was talking to the woman at the wall, the woman said, I perceive that you are the Messiah. John 4, 19. That you are the prophet. She was talking to Christ. I perceived deep down within me, nothing will convince me that you are not Christ. And the woman said to him, Sir, I perceived that you are a prophet. John chapter 4, verse 19. That is the Holy Spirit talking to her spirit. This morning. I just want you to reflect on times that you have just blatantly refused to obey what the Holy Spirit is telling you through your heart. And one thing you should know, the Holy Spirit talks directly to your spirit. You want to hear the voice of God, then don't just wait for an audible voice, but always perceive when, when the Holy Spirit makes things done on you, just ask God for a confirmation if you are not sure. And he has his own way of making sure that what he is telling you, you will know that it is God. Because when you take what he is telling you and align it with the word of God, you will know. Nobody will tell you. It's a conviction. Some of you here, you want to be a doctor. Nothing will take it away from you. I like before you even finish your JHS, you know what you want to do. 
No, whether your mother likes it or not, you, you have that. That is what I'm going to do. Why are you so convinced about that? Why do you think that that is what I want to do? Oh, yes. When, when I went to the uni, there were some people, some of my mates, they were having issues with their parents because they wanted to do dramatic art. It's not even today that we think that some of them are destined. Those times, if you go to university and you tell somebody that I'm going to do dramatic art, they will look at you and say, ah, like as if you, your brain is not working. That, that place is for people who are not. But there was one girl who was having a problem with her parents. She was very good, but she said that is what she wants to do. And no matter what the parents would do, she said that is what she wants to do. Why was she having that strong perception that nothing was, uh, you, there was nothing you could say that would change that perception that she has? That is how the Holy Spirit also imprints in our spirit the things that he wants us to hear. If you are so decisive in the cause that you want to do, you know deep down that it is what you want to do. Then why is it that when the Holy Spirit is also imprinting things on you, then why you don't want to take it? You are waiting for an audible voice before you do. When the apostles were preaching, the Jews, when you read the book of Acts chapter 4 verse 13, they said they marveled at their level of preaching, but they perceived that they have been with Christ. They were convinced that they have been with Christ. That is why they could do what they were doing. This morning, as we are going through, just keep I'm more interested in the Holy Spirit because if the Holy Spirit cannot communicate to your spirit as a Christian, your life is on a lockdown. If the Holy Spirit cannot communicate with your spirit, you're on a lockdown. And you'll be struggling in other areas because that is where it's able to do what it wants to do. This morning, what has the Holy Spirit told you as I'm speaking? What is going on in your mind? What is going on in your spirit? Oh, yes. Sometimes some of us, ideas drop into our mind. But, you know, we discard it off because we did not hear. I was reading that he would make books and he made some analogy. That if you think that your mind, God does not speak to your mind, then as a Christian, if you are going to cross the road, you don't stand, oh, just go. When you get to the road, ah, you just go. Just cross the road and say, oh, me, I'm a Christian. So the cars will not, just go. God has given you a mind, and that mind, God uses it. Ask yourself. The Bible said, as you think, so you are. When God created Adam, did he give him a microphone? When God created Adam, did he give him a table? So how did we come about all these things? It was an idea that God dropped into the mind of somebody. God is talking to you through ideas you don't want to hear. And you say, God is not talking to you. Some of you can just be there. And then you see things dropping into your mind. Instead of asking, meditating on them, mm -mm. You, all you know is the prophets to talk to your body. 
and could be used to call you and said, Jennifer, this is what God said. And <laughs> that one day you will listen. But when you sat down and God is telling you, I always say that this coronavirus that we are going through, how are they coming about with the, uh, the medication? It's an idea that is dropping into the mind of people. God has dropped solutions of this word into your mind and you are sitting down. You are waiting to hear an audible voice before you act. Oh yes, some of you, your hands, when the idea comes, your hands is what will give the solution, but you won't do it. Because you are waiting for an audible voice to call your name, your age, where you live, your school, before you will know that it is God. The man, uh, Apple, the phone that we use, how did it come about? One thing about God is he's not discriminatory sometimes when it comes to giving ideas. So, so don't think that you as a child of God, what God is imprinting in your mind, you don't want to use it. He will give it to somebody else and you'll be sitting down. You say you're a child of God, you are suffering. He's giving ideas to other people. They are coming up. Miles Moreau says something and ever since he said, look, when you want to be successful in this world, it's an idea. So stop chasing after the, an idea. That is why someone who did not finish university will do a product, and me and you, that we are struggling to go to university, will finish and come and be buying, and he is becoming rich, and we are poor. God is giving you an idea how to reach out to the teenage, how to reach out to your colleagues at school. You won't do it, because he didn't call your name. Mommy, this is me, God, talking to you. You see that your friend go and no, 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 no. An idea drops into your mind. You are talking to the person. You see that, no, this is what I have to do. You won't do it until you hear the voice. You are sleeping because that is what they have told you. You have to sleep. And then he will call you. And then a light will come into the room. And then you will you, be afraid. And then you hear the voice of God. Then that way you know it is God. This morning, what ideas are going through your mind? Cast your mind back. What has God spoken to me that I have just discarded those ideas? Somebody sat down, had an idea, did Facebook. Now we are all on it. He's being rich when me and you, we are using those apps. He said, what's up? When he came initially, we were like, oh, what is this? What is now? You can't leave your phone. When you leave your phone, you are in trouble. Why? Someone is getting rich by the idea that God gave to him. What about yours? You are waiting to go for God to speak to your body. That's what we want. When it comes to the body, dear, that one, dear, we are all alert. We want to hear God. God, this is me. I have come. Speak. I am waiting for your servant is hearing. God chooses which means he speaks to us. So we don't decide. We don't tell him what to do. If you are a child of God, and you are walking in his will. He decides how he speaks to you. So please don't box yourself and don't box God. That it is only by the voice of God that you do what God is asking of you to do. You, you sit here, you can sing. You, you join the choir. Meanwhile, when they are singing, you have the conviction that, look, I tell people that when you're a church worker, every aspect of your life is ministry. Just you standing here holding this mic and singing is someone's relieved 
of the burdens that they have in their heart. But you won't do it because God has not called your name and he has not had your age. So you are not very sure it is you. When you ask people, has God talked to you before? He said, no, me, God has not talked to me before. Because we are waiting for God to say, Moses, Moses, this is me, God. Don't come near the burning bush. <laughs> then that one we know. It is God talking to us. Have you boxed God and he's talking to you? Have you made yourself available on all the three things that I'm talking about? Is your spirit open up to him? Is your mind open up to him? Is your body open up to him? The body cry that you want God to talk about, right? that body cry there's a problem. But you don't want there, you want him to talk about it. You want him to hear your name. How many of us will say that we'll love it when the man of God come and stand here and all the bad things that we are doing, he'll start talking about it? When he calls our name, the first thing that comes is, if you're a student, he's going to talk about your school. Especially when you are finished writing your JHS exams, then you are saying that you're going to talk about the school that you get, SHS, the marks that you get. So you are always alert, isn't it? Because of that, we are following the prophet. Meanwhile, we, we ourselves are the number one prophet. But we have refused. Me. Those one that God calls people's name, that is me. I, Mm -mm. When I am there, what if it's through my spirit, I take it. If it's an idea, I take it. If it is, as for the name, put in me, I can't even remember that God has called my name and said anything. But the perceiving and the idea. So know who you are and how you communicate with God and stop following people. When God is calling people, name, don't tell God to call your name. He knows you by name already. to tell God your name. You don't need to tell him your problem. He knows everything. But please, open up your spirit because look, as a Christian, once you have the conviction, Doug said when he was called into ministry, he had a conviction. When you asked him, Doug, why are you in the ministry? He will tell you that, I know. How did you know? I don't know, but I know. Because look, there are challenges you will face. When you, you, people think hearing the voice of God is easy. It is. But doing what he says you should do is the problem. There are challenges you face. And it is the conviction that will keep you going during those difficult times. So if you want to hear the voice of God, be prepared. Because it comes with challenges. There is no man of God on this earth that will tell you that when God called him, he had it easy. When he prayed, God answers. When he asked, God give. When he, no. There are some of them who have even lost their families in the process of doing the work of God. But what kept them going? The conviction that they had from God that this is God talking and not man. The conviction you have when it comes to studying your mass, your English and your science. Even when you are tired you and the light is off, you want to use a, 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 a lamp. Those are the things when God talks to your spirit, keeps you moving. This morning, the spirits, we need to bring our spirits alive. They say face Ghana. This morning, fix your spirit. Fix your mind. Fix your body to hear from the word of God. They need to be fixed. Look, this thing that they are talking about, yesterday I told the church workers that why are we having this challenge that fix the country? Excuse me, is Ghana predominantly, are we not Christians? 
they, they will tell you that Ghana is the population, majority of us are Christians. So if we are, why are we going through the challenges that we have? Because we have not fixed our spirit with God. We have not fixed our mind with God. We have not fixed our body to hear from God. So that is why we are where we are. You want to hear from God? Yes. But fix these things and be ready. Tune the radio to the channel. Tune your spirit to hear from the spirit. Tune your mind that when the ideas drop, you work on them. Tune your body. The body that they, they tell you it is nice. When the boys want it, they will look for all the words in this world to tell you that it is nice just to have it. When they finish, what do they do? Sometimes it's so heartbreaking. You think he loves you. Oh, he will take your body. He wants to do what he do when you finish. Now when you are calling, he's not minding you. Then you are crying. Give that, let God speak to that body. Don't contaminate that body. God is speaking. Are you hearing? Through your spirit, through your mind, through your body. Are you hearing God? Before you even came this morning, he spoke. He's still speaking. He will continue to speak. Are you hearing him this morning? God is speaking. He's speaking to you. Do you hear him when he does? The opinion, the idea that he gave to you, are you working with it? This week I saw in the news there was a school, I think in the Eastern region, some girls had come out with some, they have done a robot. And I said, yes, this is an idea that God dropped into their spirit. They did not say because they, they were girls, they would not do it. They have done it and now it's taking them to it. You see, that is how we move forward as Christians. When we do the things that God imprints on our mind, and then we are able to become world changers as we always say. It is when you are changing the world that you'll be able to influence the them through godly principles. This morning we'll do prayer. Yesterday we, 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 we understood that to say I love you is easy, but to do I love you is difficult. We need a grace to do it. We are saying that God should talk to want to hear the voice of God. But then God is saying that we are doing things that are, is not allowing him to speak to our spirit, to speak to our mind, and to speak to our body. Me and you, this morning, we are going to enter into a time of prayer. We are going to pray and ask God. We have some few minutes. We are going to pray and ask God that God, I want to hear you speak. I want to hear you speak. I want to hear you speak. But there are some things he has said in the word of God that are a hindrance to me, my spirit hearing, my body hearing, and my mind hearing. And this morning, you are going to agree with me. We are going to the book of Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians 4. This is going to be our prayer topic. If you want God to speak to your spirit, you need to see and align your spirit with the word of God. He said, therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak 
truth in with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. 26. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your, nor give place to the devil. 27. Let him who stole still no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands that it is good, that he may have something to give him who has a need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit. If you want God to speak to your spirit, he said, don't grieve me. Because I am a parent. I always use my children as an example. When I am angry, do you think what I want to give to you, I'll give to you? No. Sometimes you have a present for your child. You have, you have made up your mind you are going to give. And then he gets you annoyed. You don't give the gift to the child again. That child is losing out because that gift was supposed to bless that child. So he's saying, please keep the 28. He said, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. How many of us are not grieving the Holy Spirit? That is why we cannot hear when he is talking. How many times haven't we done things that the Holy Spirit wants to talk? He is talking. But because we are grieving the Holy Spirit, we cannot hear. This morning, we are going to be upstanding. And we are going to pray that God, please forgive me for grieving the Holy Spirit that... When it is talking, I cannot hear. Please, let's be upstanding. Pray. Pray and say, God, please, I want to hear you. I want to hear the spirit when it is talking. But this is what you have said in your word, that I should not grieve the Holy Spirit. Because if I do, that means when the Holy Spirit is talking to me, I will not hear. The Holy Spirit will not be able to talk to me. Because I have made, it's just like a mother, you have a present. You are angry, so you don't give. God, this morning, I am praying that the things that I do to grieve the Holy Spirit, help me out not to do them. Help me out not to do them. Because Paul has made us aware that the things that he wants, to do he's not able to do so this morning you are lifting your voice and you are praying and you are saying that god help me not to grieve the holy spirit help me not to grieve the holy spirit help me not to grieve the holy spirit you are lifting your voice he said get rid of bitterness some of us because we are bitter towards some people the holy spirit is not able to talk to us because when the spirit is talking because of the bitterness we can't even hear someone has offended you and instead of you forgiving the person you are not ready to forgive. So when the Holy Spirit is talking to you about love, when he's talking to you about forgiveness, you have blocked your mind and because of that you can't listen. You can't listen. You can't listen. Lift your voice this morning. He said don't grieve the Holy Spirit. He said get rid of all bitterness. Get rid of all bitterness. Get rid of all bitterness. Every bitterness in you. Some of us, some friends have hurt us so much that we cannot forgive them. What they did to us, we never anticipated they could do it uh, and where we are we, we don't we don't know how we are going to forgive uh, but look as for the grace this morning 
Let me hear you pray. Ask for the grace uh, and say, God, I need your grace to forgive. Uh, because the Holy Spirit says, when I am bitter, I am grieving him and he cannot talk to me. Uh, when I am angry, uh, he cannot talk to me. Because anger has taken my heart. Uh, anger has taken my attention. Uh, anger is not allowing the Holy Spirit to talk to me. Uh, this morning, lift your voice and pray. Uh, and say, God, uh, give me the grace to forgive those who hurt me. Uh, because the Bible has even made me aware that I have to pray for my enemies uh, this morning oh lord uh, i want to hear from the spirit uh, i want to hear when the holy spirit is talking to me uh, but this is what it has said uh, that i should not grieve the holy spirit by these things uh, this morning oh lord i'm asking for grace uh, i am asking for grace in the mighty name of jesus uh, keep praying keep praying uh, he said don't grieve it uh, don't be don't get bitter yes sometimes it is difficult uh, people intentionally hurt you people intentionally do things to make you feel bad. People lied. Yes, you didn't do it, but they said you did it. They punished you in front of the school. They humiliated you. They said you stole the money, but you knew you did not. How do you forgive people that you allow the Holy Spirit to be? They've put a scar that anytime you even want to go to the class, uh, you have a problem. Uh, you didn't do it, but the girl said you did it. Uh, it has destroyed your life. Uh, they lied on you uh, with your friends. Uh, they have made you an outcast. Uh, how do you forget? The, how do you forgive those people? Uh, it has made you so bitter that you are not hearing from the Holy Spirit. Uh, this morning you are praying for the grace to forgive. Uh, you are praying for the grace to forgive. Uh, you are praying for the grace to forgive. Uh, God, grant me the grace. Uh, grant me the grace to forgive. Uh, some of us, we have the problem of anger. Every little thing you are angry. Every little provocation you are angry. How does the Holy Spirit talk to you when you are going through such a time, uh, when you are angry? Uh, how do you hear from the Holy Spirit? You are praying this morning, you saying that God, uh, take the spirit of anger away from me. Uh, because he has told you in Ephesians uh, that don't allow anger to make you to sin. Uh, and if you have anger in you, uh, how do you hear the Holy Spirit? Uh, how do you hear the Holy Spirit? Uh, this morning, lift your voice and pray. Uh, some of us are saying harsh words to people, uh, trying to demean people are uh, trying to make people feel that they are not worth anything. Uh, this morning you are praying. The Holy Spirit, when you are doing those things, uh, you are grieving me. Uh, you are making me impossible to give you what I want to give you. Uh, you are making it impossible for me uh, to do what I want to do. Uh, this morning, lift your voice and pray. Uh, this morning, lift your voice and pray. Uh, lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Uh, say, God, I am asking for the grace uh, to make, not to grieve the Holy Spirit, uh, that I will not intend do anything uh, that will make the Holy Spirit not be able to talk to me, uh, not for me to be able to hear for the Holy Spirit. Uh, this morning, pray. The songwriter is saying that God, take me to the place when my will is your, your will is my will. Uh, yes, it is difficult, but you are asking for grace. Uh, you are saying that God, when people hurt me, give me the grace that I will forgive them. Uh, Lord, Grant me the grace that I will not have any will that is separate from the will of you, God. I want to hear from you, God. When I have my will aligned to your will, then when you are talking to me, I will hear. The Bible says that as a man thinks, so is he. What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about God? And when God is talking to your mind, you will hear. Because he said he will bring to remembrance all the things that the word of God has taught us. What are the things that you know in the word of God? That when he's bringing it back to your mind, 
and uh, you'll be able to understand this is God talking to me. Uh, this morning, give your mind to Christ. Uh, tell yourself that my mind will meditate on the word of God day and night. Uh, he tells Joshua that if you want to succeed, uh, meditate on my word. Uh, think about my word. Uh, and this morning, you are telling yourself that my mind will intentionally think about the word of God. Uh, my mind will meditate on the word of God. Uh, this morning, you are praying and saying that, God, uh, my mind belongs to you. Uh, I pray this morning that the ideas that you drop into my mind, uh, I will take them and run with them. Uh. I'll take them and run with them. Uh, that, Lord, I will do as you have given me the ideas. Uh, you are praying this morning. He said, your body is my temple. Uh, this morning, you are rededicating your body to God. Uh, that, Lord, when you are talking to my body, my body will hear. How can you hear when your body is in fornicating? Uh, how can you hear when your body is doing the things that God says no? Uh, how can you hear when God is talking to you? Uh, he will even come near you. Uh, this morning, he's saying that your body belongs to me. It is my temple. Keep it for me and you are praying and you are saying that God I want to hear you I want to hear you God help me to keep my body as a temple for you a place where me and you will come and communicate a place where me and you will have time to chat with each other lift your voice this evening we are praying we say we want to hear the voice of God and we are praying on these three things God I am praying for my spirit I am praying for my mind I am praying for my body that this three things will be aligned oh lord i will intentionally tune them to hear from you when you are speaking i will intentionally tune them to hear from you this morning lift your voice lift your voice in some 51 verse 10 he said create in me a clean heart create in me a clean heart you are praying this morning you are saying that god i need a clean heart that the holy spirit will be able to com continuously communicate there are some of us yes we have a clean heart today and tomorrow we'll go back to the old way you are praying for a continuous clean heart because it says in psalm 119 verse 19 that your word have i hidden in my heart that i may not sin against you when the word of god is not in your heart the holy spirit will not be able to communicate because the word that the heart the spirit understand is the word of god and this morning you are telling god that god i want to hide your word in my heart uh, that I'll be able to hear you. Uh, I want to hide your word in my heart uh, that when your spirit talks to my spirit, uh, they'll be able to understand uh, that Lord, I'll be able to perceive in my spirit uh, things that you want me to do. Uh, that Lord, when you want me to talk to people, uh, I'll be able to perceive it in my spirit. Uh, I'll not wait for an audible voice. Uh, I'll not wait for my mind. Uh, but Lord, every aspect of my body will be active. Uh, every aspect of my body will be alive. Uh, this morning, lift your voice and prayer pray for a clean heart pray for a clean heart prayer pray that god give me a clean heart
heart, creating me a clean heart, a heart that is ready to receive from the Spirit, a heart that is ready to take the word of God. Pray this morning. Pray, pray, pray. Something. We are praying for the spirit of expectation. He said, if you don't have an expectation to hear from God, you will not. So this morning you are praying, God, grant me the grace to expect to hear from you. Grant me the grace to expect. Just like when you write your exams, you are expecting to pass. And because of that expectation, you pass. You are praying this morning. And you are saying that, God, grant me the grace to hear from you. God, grant me the grace to hear from you. I am praying for the spirit of expectation. Lord, that I would deliberately position myself to hear from the spirit, to hear by my mind, to hear by my spirit. Lift your voice. Lord, we've come to you. Lord, we are praying that we expect to hear from you. How can a child and a father be in the house where there is no communication? How can you live a life and tell me that you don't talk to your father, you don't talk to your mother? Then how do you live your life? We are praying for the spirit of expectation. Yes, when it's our birthdays or we need things from our parents, we expect them to give to us. And by that expectation, we receive. That is the same thing we are praying this morning. We are saying that God, grant me the grace to expect from you, oh Lord, that you will speak to my spirit, you will speak to my mind, you will speak to my body. Lift your voice and pray. Let's speak in the spirit. Let's speak in the spirit. Let's speak in the spirit. Just speak in the spirit. Lord, take us to the place, take us to the place, uh, take us to the place uh, when your will is our will, uh, when your will is our will, when your will is our will. Uh, Lord, take us to that place, take us to that place, uh, take us to that place this morning. Lord, take us to that place, uh, Lord, take us to that place, take us to that place. Uh, this morning, oh Lord, we are praying, uh, take us to that place. Uh, now we have an expectation of the Holy Spirit. We have the expectation of you speaking to our mind. We have the expectation of you talking to our body. That Lord will walk and fulfill our purpose on this earth. Because God, you created us to come and live a life that is purposely for you. That on that day when you are calling your children, Lord will be part of it. Lord will be part of it. Our life will not just be a waste on this earth. Because we came and did what we 
was. But Lord, we came and we did what you have assigned us to do. This morning, Lord, that is where we have gotten to. This morning, that is what we are asking for. That Lord, we are intentionally fixing our spirit. Lord, we are intentionally fixing our mind. Lord, we are intentionally fixing our body. That Lord, they will hear from you when you are talking. They will hear. 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 The mighty name of Jesus. And let the saints say amen and amen and amen and amen. Please take your seat. There's one thing I want to leave with you. I was doing my quiet time this morning and then he said, if you want to hear my voice, you will hear it. Align yourself. I'm always talking. So this morning, if you want to hear the voice of God, you will hear. Align yourself and you will hear God because he's always talking. Thank you so much for it. Amen. Thank you so much, Auntie Dina. Thank you so, so, so much. I hope we've heard Auntie Dina and we're going to take what she shared with us today and make sure that when we ideas drop into our spirits, we, we will be alert and hold on to them and work with them. I'd like to invite